Hey everybody, this is Glenn and Jessica. You're listening to The Tea Podcast, the show that talks about everyday life, challenges, opportunities, and blessings for people who love some tea. <laughs> I, I was in, <laughs> in the Lions Intel show, uh, Intel room, Intel had sponsored, and you had called me. I had never met you, but you were heard about Ray Vonte uh-huh. and Michael Craig. So. Yeah, that's right. And I was like, what? That's right. You want to what? I want to take them out here. Take them out. And you, you just took them. Man, that's took crazy. Took them on to Vegas. That's how, so when we talk about club ball, that's how we met. Man, that's I, crazy. I, I, if you would have asked me how we met, I would have not remembered that story. Yeah. And, but I remember those kids. And I now had them kids, yeah. Full circle. The YMCA, yeah, we was killing everybody. Yeah, you let me borrow them for the weekend. You went to Vegas. <laughs> yeah, I, was like, well, I was like, yeah. Well, let me call Unique. Did oh, yeah. you ever meet Ray's mom? No. Unique, no. Was, I was like, uh, yeah, I know him. He, he going to take care of us. I was like, okay. Yeah. Take him. Yeah. No, and they, they, they did well. So speaking of Michael Craig, I mean, uh, where did he end up going? He, 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 was, he, he went to, because uh, of grades, of course. Uh, he was this type. He was a Stanford type of talent. Uh they called us when he was at Precision, and they were like, well, let me see his grades. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. No. And he was like, just send him over. And he was like, the assistant coach was like, well, if he doesn't get any more, if he can get the rest of the A's and B's, we can make it work. And, Dang. you know, you tell a kid that's a sophomore, mm-hmm. a man child, you tell him that, and you tell him Stanford. And it just goes over his head. He doesn't yeah, understand. understand. Man, he was a monster. Life. He was a monster. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. Thank so you he went that. to uh, Yuma, AZ Western, and then he went to South Mountain Community College with Nichols. Then he went to Southern Mississippi. Then he's uh, you know, he's a tweener. Yeah, he played professional ball, right? Yeah, he's he's still, still in Hong Kong. He used to come back. And he's in Hong Kong. Yeah, him and DeAndre went at it one mm-hmm. a couple yeah. of times. Um over at Precision. Yeah, Precision, sweating up everything. You know, they both sweat yeah. so much. The ro- the floor, you know, because we only had uh, swamp coolers, but they, they had some battles. That's so dope, man, how the game of basketball, not only during that time, provided, you know, I got a couple great players from you. They helped out and, and helped me develop my program. But mm-hmm. the friendships over the years. Yeah. Jessica, we have taken the T podcast on the road. We're sitting right here with a couple guys that um, I think you're going to be really excited today, listeners, about uh, their nonprofit, their vision, what they're doing for kids in the community. We're sitting here with uh, Coach Mo, and this is this is Coach Walker, right? Howard Thomas. Howard Thomas. Where did I get Where did I get Walker from? Because we were talking about Kyrie. And you're not Kyrie's dad. No. <laughs> <laughs> your, your, boys, leave that alone. your boys are at Idaho State. Montana State. Montana State. Montana, See, Montana, I'm Jack University of Montana, Montana now. Montana. Montana State. I jacked it up too. Yeah. Coach <laughs> Coach Thomas, we're sitting here. So um Jessica, how do we do it? Do we get do we get the little hand clap things for him? It's about to be dope. My nice. bad, Coach. No problem. Um, yeah, so anyways. We've got a lot to talk about, so we're going to dive right in. Uh, we've got Jessica here. We've got Edith, Coach Mo, and Coach Thomas. All right, so. Yeah, so if you guys want to just tell us a little bit about yourselves, kind of, you know, how long, because we're in a school setting, right? So how yeah. long you've been doing this for? 
Uh, my name is Maury Samilton, uh, but everyone around here calls me Coach Mo. Uh, I've been in the South Phoenix area since 1998. Mm -hmm. uh, originally from Denver, Colorado. Uh, played ball at Boise State, played overseas in Luxembourg, Germany, and uh, Sydney, Australia. A little bit in uh, New Zealand. Uh, tried out with the Bulls in 91. Uh, got here and worked for one of the biggest nonprofits. Mm -hmm. I didn't know anything about a nonprofit. Was the South Mountain YMCA, so started that whole program. They had what thirty kids. When I started, I was a sports director. When I left, had close to five hundred kids. Mm -hmm. So that's awesome. Uh, I'm on the second gen. I'm, you know, and then from there, I went to Precision High School. Mm -hmm. Was there for fourteen years, and you know, we won two state titles. Then got over here. This is my fifth year here at Skyline Prep. We won one state title, and um, yeah, that's kind of it. I've just been in the South Phoenix area. I have my own nonprofit now, Mo Energy Youth Foundation, and uh, with Coach Thomas, uh, started up a national basketball program last year. Mm -hmm. And you know, when the head lady from Skyline Education uh, came to me and said she wanted us to start up something like they're doing at the Big Brother School, mm -hmm. uh, I said I wouldn't do it unless I had Coach Howard Thomas. I had met him at Precision, seen him go from a parent mm -hmm. to helping uh, Hillcrest win a uh, grind session national championship with DeAndre Ayton. So uh, we started out just talking about basketball and gained a friendship, and he has huge ties of, I'll let him go into that of uh, coaching some of the, the greats mm -hmm. in the game. Uh, he's got uh, three guys that was in the NBA, with NBA teams now. Amazing. Three of them in the NBA draft right now. Lottery, lottery, draft. Lottery, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that lottery. We, you know what? And we got a chance uh, last week or two weeks ago to catch up. Mm -hmm. And we, you know, it's it's crazy because we're always on our hustle and, and everybody's doing their thing. But yeah, I was intrigued. And I, coach, I had seen you in passing, and, and and when you pulled up my number, I'm like, man, I'm feeling I'm feeling bad because I. I want to cultivate where I'm at in my life now, relationships that are meaningful. Mm -hmm. Like I like on the airplanes now and in this season, I'm committed to going through getting rid of every email, every phone number that doesn't have any significance or can impact my life for purpose. Yeah, right. And and when you pulled my number up a couple of weeks ago, I was like, man, I gotta know this dude. <laughs> right, right. I gotta know this dude. So so you, let me tell you, you will definitely be. Uh, on the hot list in my top top ten, I call it. Be ready, because he calls. I call it top five, but, but I'm gonna put you in my top ten, coach. But hey, why don't you, you know, let the listeners know why I'm excited about today and who you are? Well, just you know, to kind of keep it brief. Um, basketball background, originally from New York. Um, just fell in love with the game at a young age. Uh, bounced around junior college, Division One. Got into the game, and we talked about AAU. That was my break-in to uh, basketball. I started coaching AAU, and kind of the the juices and the competitiveness of AAU coaching. I was like, wow, okay, I like this, and then it just went on from there. And I was able to get with a program called D1 Sports uh, back in North Carolina, and got lucky. It was around, you know, got I had an opportunity with John Wall and Ryan Kelly. And, and moved on to Carolina Elite with Montrez Harrell and just was able to see how future pros 
operated at a younger level. So you can identify the talent and, and the characteristics that come with it. And so I moved out here to Phoenix about 11 years ago. And uh, my middle son, he was pretty talented. And, uh, I had a coach say, hey, man, you need to take him over to Hillcrest. And I was like, ooh. You know, I looked at Hillcrest roster, and I was like, man, I don't know if my baby's ready for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so I brought him over there, and, you know, he it was kind of a sink or swim situation, and he, he got in there, and he did well, and, you know, I was able to talk to some of the kids and give them some advice, and then that went on to them offering me the head position as a coach, and things just blew up from there. Was was able to bring in a ton of talent and, and coach some more pros, and, um, but the thing was really about helping kids. And, and, and I think meeting you last week again and finding out a little bit more about what you were doing now, because I, I knew you back then, it's just the ref, you know? Right. <laughs> you just right. the ref. So you know, you always try to stay on the ref's good side. Yeah. So finding out what you were getting into now, and it was like, man, okay, I can impact even more lives, yeah. you know? And, yeah. and that's what it's really about for me. Basketball was just my way of doing it. Um, you know, higher education at the end of the day for these kids, whether they realize it or not, directly ties into their financial income, you know, right. and how much they're gonna make and the opportunities. And so I use basketball as that come to what to do that for these kids. And then finding out what you were doing and, you know, just we were talking, I'm putting two and two together and I'm just like, you know, light switches going off and I'm yeah. like, man, yeah. yeah. You know, as you talk to me, man, it was just great. Yeah, it's great to hear. I'm, I'm I'm excited about you know connecting the whole group because this is you know this is this is my circle and like I told you, I've got a winning circle. I mean, they're, they're, the five young ladies are so talented. So we got to figure out and we'll dive into that. Um, I think the I, I think today's title is going to be called the Hoop House. Right. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I want to be a part of this because I think this is something that is big. But before we start unpacking that and how we get to that. Man, I know you've coached a bunch of pros, and this is kind of for both of you guys. Like, um, how how do you keep all those egos? Because those guys are built different. Like, I mean, you know, the, the talent that you you surround yourself with. How do you manage to, a group of guys like that, especially if they're away from their families and they're living in these hoop houses? I mean, how does that how does that take how does that happen? For me, um, I look at weaknesses first. You know, no matter how talented they are, and the weaknesses aren't always on the basketball court. Uh, sometimes it's social weaknesses, right? We all know about academic weaknesses, but sometimes it's character weaknesses. You know, just how a high-level kid treats people is huge. You know, they don't get that because a lot of times they're surrounded by yes-men. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and so everybody's telling them, you know, what if, they're doing stuff wrong and everybody's okay in it. And... I've never been that guy that been afraid to come in and like, nah, you can't do that. You know, right. this this is whether it was a reporter, whether it was a fan, whether it was just, you know, a teacher, you know, just certain things from them, you know, the different players outside of basketball, they need help with that people aren't supplying. And I look for that first because I know how important that is, especially when, you know, I've been on the phone with some GMs and they ask some questions that are non-basketball related right 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 yeah <laughs> and I, so I, I couldn't believe i uh alex klein from the new york knicks called me mm -hmm. and i never really coached marcus howard 
Mm -hmm. I think he might have played a tournament or two with us, Mm -hmm. but they called and they were asking about his character. I'm like, oh, man, this is a great kid, great family. Um, And this was his junior year at Marquette. And and so we were talking about this, and Jessica, and they don't even know where this is headed today. So so I know they're going to have some good questions. But but honestly, she was, so as, as I started talking about, you know these these elite players coming from different places and, mm-hmm. and 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 living in these homes. She she as the teacher and her was like, well, w- what's the curriculum? <laughs> what's the oversight? I was like, bing bing, we're gonna have this conversation. So I mean, I mean, I don't want to steal your question, but do you want to throw that out to these? Yeah, guys? like basically, is there a model that you're following that you have seen like other people use, or is this something that you're just kind of like? We're going to make it up as we go. Well, for me and Mo Energy Youth Foundation, these kids are well taken care of on the court. Coach Thomas, I know their X's and O's and life skills is taken care of. For me being a former athlete uh, and being a recovering alcoholic addict, and it's been, uh, through the grace of God, 19 years, Mm -hmm. I'm more excited to get them off the court and see what they want to do, what are they going to major in, mm-hmm. um, find out if there's any type of behavior, depression, if there's any anxieties uh, that um, go along with that. I think, especially now, as I dive into this behavior health stuff, you know, they may be six eight, six nine, but they're still babies. Yeah. And depression is, you know, I'm going through that a little bit with my daughter, who's that old Miss, as far as. Uh, what are you going to do when the ball, you know, one, one of my models is what are you going to do when the ball stops bouncing? Mm-hmm. Everybody, we've all went through that transition of what are you going to do? I mean, when you're taught at f- five years old, you know, all the way up to 18, 22, if you don't have a backup plan, you go into maybe some alcoholism, which I did, mm-hmm. some drugs because alcohol is, isn't strong enough. And I don't want anyone to have to go through hell and back like I did with the drugs and alcohol because I didn't have a plan. Mm -hmm. And that's where I'm excited. The X's and O's, they got that. Coach Thomas has that all day. Uh, Me, I'm trying to be an extension of him, Mm -hmm. but the whole student athlete or the whole student because it's not just student athlete, it's just a student also. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do when you graduate? I had guys that weren't JC level players but they were messing up when they were seniors just because they were finally admitted to me they were scared mm-hmm. of the world scared of graduate so this this is this is deep and i'm dealing with that with my daughter as far as what are you going to do you know you got three more years of volleyball you're at the highest level what are you going to do when it's over mm-hmm. yeah and we talked about that and the identity week. we talked and, I, and I, you took the words right out of my mouth yeah. identity I, I don't think some of these kids they, they, and you guys, it sounds like, do a great job with with doing things outside of basketball and prepping them for yeah. and preparing them because the ball will stop bouncing yeah. at one point. Hey, will you, um, man, I'm, 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 all these years I've known you, I'm learning something new about you, man. That's so dope. <laughs> you big time. That's, 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 that's why we got the tea, man, because we, we keep it 100 here, man. And I'm, I'm, I want to tell you, I, I want to celebrate today because I know in your recovery it's one day at a time. Yeah. 
Um, and, and I appreciate you giving it up to God. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to come on our own. got our own sound effects. But, yeah, no, that, that's super dope, Coach. Um, can you give us a shout-out and a little bit more background before we dive deep, 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 deep into this hoop house about Mo Energy? Like, where can people find you? What is it? I'm a parent on the outside. I got kids suffering from anxiety, depression, all this uh, stuff that's going on in the world today. How do I get a hold of you, man? Uh, well, I have brochures. Uh, also, I have a, a web page that is under construction. Okay. Um, down here at Skyline Prep High School, 40th Street and Baseline. And basically, Mo Energy started, like I said, I work for the biggest nonprofit. Uh, didn't realize it, but it started, it's basically about my life and how um, I wasn't prepared for life. Um, after started gaining weight, not working out, you know the whole thing, uh, going out and eventually I uh, didn't make the bulls and then I had a son and I had to give it up and I didn't have no, no, uh, no degree. Right. Uh, all I knew was the streets. So I went to the streets, and we all know how that turns out. And uh, like I tell Coach, I went from Nemo Brown to Pookie. You ever watch <laughs> See, they're too young. They don't, yeah, they, they, they don't, they don't, know, they don't know nothing yeah, about New Jack City. City. <laughs> like, he just threw a shout out. They're like, what, what are you talking about? Nemo, Nemo, Nemo Brown. Brown. <laughs> you know, I told you I got, some, I, I got yeah. Fab Five, but they're young and they're they innovative. Yeah. But is, is, this, is this thing, uh, this brochure that I'm looking at, this uh, Welcome to Life 101, is, is that something that an outside parent can get involved in? Yes. I mean, it's um, basically what type of insurance you have, but we are starting to get to the point where it doesn't matter if you have access or not. And I've teamed up with Lifeology, mm -hmm. uh, which is really huge in the behavior field, and learning a lot from them. And uh, Zanetta has been, uh, uh, Graves has been really a, a big help in starting this program. We got the Q, Q what is that, Q a Q? Q See, I don't know that. It's got a Q code. Edith, Edith, yeah. said, Edith yeah. said, it's a Q code. It's a Q code. See, I'm old, so Actually, I don't know that. No, what she calls us is the extinct. Yeah. Fossils. I get the dinosaur stuff yeah. all the time. Yeah. yeah. For the youth that you're serving, how how young or old is uh, We go too? from four years old until oh, wow. 95. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 So. What about uh, for your, your hoop house foundation? Like, how is that going to? So to kind of add on to what Coach Mo was saying and, and part of your question, um, I've watched models fail. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been in this 21 years. And so what I've done is kind of take the best out of the different models that I was a part of and kind of blend it in to get this to work. Um, what I'm doing now is, and what we plan on doing, is just an extension of that. Mm -hmm. Not going to change too much. Um, this works. It has worked um, for the last three or four years uh, mm -hmm. that I've been doing it. So I think we'll be fine. Yeah, Coach, um, I'm glad you talked about that because I, I know, again, that's why I was super excited. So we, you know, are constantly talking about business and growth and opportunities. And, and, and you know, obviously we want to connect ourselves to, and I was talking to you at the, you know sometimes I have a tendency to hold on to people too long or not take advantage of something because maybe I'm I, I'm scared or I don't know enough about it or whatever yeah. the case is yeah. but yeah. but with, with this opportunity 
um, you know, you, you can't lose in real estate. But but beyond that, it's the the, the people that I want to connect with. I want to connect with, with, with good guys that are promoting the next generation of leaders. Yeah. So can you kind of like explain to our listeners what what a day in the hoop house would look like? You know, I, I envision it as a bunch of six, eight, Big dudes <laughs> speaking different languages, running around this house, eating up everything. But I mean, I mean, listeners are probably like, "What is a hoop house? You know, what what does that look like, bro?" Well, that that's he, part of it. The, the six to eight guys talking different languages is definitely part of it. Um, what I would liken it to is um, when I was growing up, my my first experience in a dorm, we kind of had a meeting place in the dorm. Mm-hmm. Uh, where, you know, whether you played basketball, football, whatever, everybody met there. It was like foosball, ping pong tables there. And so the hoop house setting reminds me kind of that as far as that um, college experience, right? Because it's really, you're away from home, but you're not on your own, right? So, you know, my wife and I, we home-cooked meals every night, you know, your lunch is at the school, of course. There's breakfast there. But you're on your own a little bit more to give you a taste of what it's like to, to go to college. You're away from home, so there's that taste. The academics are provided by the school, but we are also, you know, being the coach is one thing, but when you have to go home with the coach, that's, that's another thing, yeah. right? Yeah. So that academic portion doesn't just stop once you leave the school because I have access to your grades 24 hours a day. So that that access keeps them on their toes, right? So now they're kind of like, okay, I can't get really get away with too much at school because I'm there with the teachers. I come home, I'm with coach, mm-hmm. when normally you're coming home with your mom and dad right. who don't have that access like that, mm-hmm. who you can kind of, yeah, I'm doing good. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Coach, yeah, coach yeah, knows. Coach yeah. knows. Get off that PlayStation, boy. <laughs> I, I, I know I, yours. I got, I got it right here. So, you know, it's it's a little bit different from some situations where the kids are in a home, and there's either lack of supervision, or the supervision isn't an extension of the school. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's one of the main ingredients in this. Um, my wife is the other. You know, when, you, when you're sending your kid away, and I'm recruiting, I'm sitting in homes, and when mom knows that there's a woman in the house that's helping, yeah, it changes a lot. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's, it's, I beat them up all day, she gets them the strawberry shakes and the Band-Aids, right? You know, it's just, it's one of those things that, you know, we've all had that college dorm experience where, you know, coaches on you, coaches on you, coaches on you. You go back to your dorm room, man. You're just frustrated, and mm-hmm. you gotta deal with it. Right. Nah, I like how you say that, like family. So, like their family engagement. Like, how does oh, that yeah. look like? Calls, gets, visits. Um, mama go knock on the door, <laughs> and it's like, what's the matter with you? You know, she she'll get right to the point. You know, yeah. what's going on? And it, if it's school, if it's homesick, if it's you know had a tough day of practice or having bad games. Because where we play and the expectations of these kids is a lot of pressure. And a kid have a couple of bad games in front of some pretty important people, mm-hmm. they can become hugely depressed. Yeah. You know? And and sometimes myself as a coach, you know, I 
each player you gotta kind of find out what makes them tick, right? And my wife can get right to it. You know, where it may take me a week, <laughs> you know, two weeks. She's the secret sauce. Man, my She's wife in, in like 20 sauce. minutes yeah. is like, hey, you know, he's struggling with this. And I'm like, oh, okay. You, you know, Coach, and, and, and I, I know other listeners are going to have that same mm-hmm. question that Jessica just brought up. Can you explain to our listeners why hoop houses around the country are popping up or prep schools and things? You know, with the NCAA, what's going on? Can you can you kind of put it out there why why these houses would be attractive for <laughs> some kids that are struggling, uh, maybe not getting the recruitment that yeah. they need, or yeah. um, can you know can you break that down to a parent that's that's listening right now to our show and saying, dang man, I'd be interested in putting my boy over there because he needs another year of development. Oh, absolutely. This this is is probably the easiest thing. Um, if you're in high school basketball, been a fan of high school basketball, and depending on how old you are, you know Oak Hill Academy was kind of like the first hoop house, right? That that kind of exposed all of this, and then it branched off, and you got all of these other situations like that. Well, prep basketball has gotten to the point where it's been able to place so many kids in in great situations in college that. In order, I wouldn't say that this is the only way, but it's a much better way to get your son, daughter, whoever this may be. It's a much better way of putting them in a situation to get to college. Yeah. Um, the access to college coaches, the tournaments, um, the rules and regulations are a little bit different. So you're allowed in these hoop house settings to have more access to going to college. Yeah, that makes sense. Well. What, what type of players are you looking for? Oh, you know what? That That is always a balance of, and, and another thing, when you're dealing with these hoop homes, it's easy to say, okay, you just want the best players, right? You want the most talent that you can get in there. But if you have a, you know, bad character kid and you taking them away from home and you putting them in these settings and that can backfire. Mm -hmm. So you have to have a blend of talent Mm -hmm. and high moral, high character kids, right? You can take a chance on some kids and almost like on a basketball team, right? You may have a kid that's lazy, but you put them around 10 kids that work hard, you hopefully those 10 kids influence influence that one, right? Mm -hmm. So you can do that in the hoop home where, okay, you bring a kid that may have some character issues, but he's around other great kids, and that influence, you know, rubs off on him. Um, But you definitely want want it to be a balance of talent and and character kids because at the end of the day, and, and, and I know you've seen this, you get a bad character kid, doesn't matter what kind of talent he has. Somebody's gonna give him a shot, and next thing you know, he's in transfer portal. <laughs> you know, yeah. exactly. yeah. and then he's transferring again. And then I know. Um, I know. Glenn's afraid of girls, and he said it before. <laughs> even well, though he has a group of five girls working for him. But my question is: Is this gonna potentially go into girls, or do you guys see only male hoop houses? That's, you know, a, great, that's a great question. The girls' program is is blowing up. Um, I mean. Uh, Compass has the girls' national team, so that 
um, that that definitely could be a, a way we go as well as we you know skyline prep bros mm -hmm. um, with the men's t side of it. I could see it happening in a couple of years. To be honest with you, yeah. yeah. That's and there's I mean. girls prep schools around the country. Yeah, that mm -hmm. more of a a dorm setup, mm -hmm. not so much a house, but a dorm setup. Yeah. So it's there already. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's there. It just has mm -hmm. to grow more. Edith has a question. Coach. Edith. Edith, Edith, our client one has a question for you, so okay. we're going to just let her talk. No, I have two questions. One, do you think the boys that you currently work with would agree that this hoop house is beneficial, or do they kind of just see it as like, oh, it's just an additional kind of thing? And then second question is, do you have any of your ex-players that you coached before come down and visit the hoop houses, like any of the NBA ones, or do you still keep in contact? Do they, do they mentor? They just kind of like, do they support... What do you so for the first question, yes, um, a lot of kids find it. Well, the kids that I have find it beneficial because our travel schedule is different than your normal high school travel schedules. Mm -hmm. It reminds them a lot of AAU mm -hmm. where they can get to the tournaments where the coaches are going to be at that will ultimately recruit them. Right. Mm -hmm. So that is probably one of the biggest draws in what they find. And then there is more basketball. So normally, at your normal high school, you two hours, two and a half hours of practice, and right. Well, we go from weights to that practice. Then we'll come back in the evening, have another practice. We'll practice on weekends. You know, it's just a situation where they can get a lot more done mm -hmm. than a traditional high school setting. So in that situation, yes. Um, as far as the guys coming back, yes, they do. Um, not to the house. I haven't actually brought anybody to the house. But I bring them to the gym, mm. and and I don't want them to talk about basketball. So when I I always try to prep them, because there are so many things that happen to these guys with the business of basketball, and and once you start getting the money into it, right. that that so I try to get them to tell them what they would do differently in high school if they were to do anything different. Um, what are they doing outside of basketball? You know, a lot of these kids just want to play, play, play. Mm -hmm. There's recovery, right? Mm -hmm. There's sometimes, and, and I'm big on this, sometimes you just got to be a kid, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't just basketball, 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 books, books, books. Sometimes we got to go to movies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> sometimes, you know, we, we take them to the fair, we just went to the mm -hmm. fair, you know, things like that. That's also important because uh, burnout is, is yeah. real. That, that, right. that does happen. So... I get the guys that come back to talk about that. Even though the kids just want to know about basketball mm -hmm. and, you know, the, the, the checks. This is, hey, you know, what, what, what was your first check? That's always like How the, many zeros do you That's always usually the first question. But, yeah. no, no, to answer your question, though, that's, that happens. That's a great question, Edith. See? They're very good. Go. Hey, let me tell you this. I'm going to tell you, you know, when I left last week, um, I was like, this dude is amazing. Like, he, he has, ladies, he has the kids right now, I think six or seven? Six. Six kids living in his personal home oh, wow. that he's taking care of, and they're doing this, right? So, so um, I, I've got one question before I go into a, a different direction. My question is, is I think back, and I, and I remember you, being you on a smaller level, Mm -hmm. You know, I had some pros. I had Terrell Suggs, uh, who was 
with the Ravens. Ravens yeah. and mm -hmm. One of the highest paid linebackers, uh, Tank Johnson, Tank Terry okay. Johnson. I'm going way back. Chicago Bears. I mean, we we were loaded. We were loaded at that time. Not not to your level. We didn't have any basketball pros. We had football pros, and it was a thankless job for me because I didn't get a lot of thank yous. Mm -hmm. I got a lot of lot of. You know, I got shit on sometimes. You know, mm -hmm. people, people didn't appreciate, you know, that here's this young cat that wasn't making money that is working two, three jobs and, and putting his check out to take these boys around the country. And uh, you didn't get a lot of thank yous. I, I didn't meet a lot of parents. Um, the boys stayed with me and my wife at, at our apartment. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, it was crazy. It was crazy. And I kept coming back. Uh, so my question, and I just want to see if our if our spirits line up or if, if I'm just that crazy, right? <laughs> but but why do you keep coming back? Because I would probably say that you probably don't get a lot of phone calls and thank yous from parents, and, and I'm sure you have over the years. I got some, but on a on a weekly basis of Coach Coach Thomas, like thank you, I really appreciate what you're doing. You know, how do you keep coming back when you don't get those? Well, there's two things. Um, the reason why I come back year after year is somebody did it for me mm. and so I know what that did to change my life mm. and so that's the first thing second which is probably um, you know neck and neck with this it should be 1A 1B yes I don't get the thank yous on a weekly basis um, social media has made this a lot more gratifying and what I mean by that is I get parents, I get kids, you know, I've coached kids now that have kids that they want to send to me. <laughs> That's how long I've been in this now, right? They got kids that they want to send to me. I have guys getting married and wanting me to come to the weddings, and I have parents who kids are graduating from college, and they're connecting back with me on Facebook or yeah. whatever, and like coach, you know, or text me like, this wouldn't happen without you and so on and so forth. So the immediate gratification to some extent is not there, right? right? But when you have a parent crying, walking down the aisle to meet their baby who just graduated and they're texting me in that moment, that that's it, you know, that, that makes up for it for me. That's big time. Uh, there's a, a local law firm here in Phoenix, and uh, the first pair of shoes, and you better not call me extinct when I tell you this, <laughs> the first pair of basketball shoes that I ever had were Avias, some high top Avias, and you hit it, man, you, you took it right out of my mouth, man, you mm. took it right out of my mouth, the Tobler's, Mark Tobler's father bought me a pair of Avia tennis shoes, and we were going out to LA to play, and I think that's that planted the seed mm. is that to whom much is given, much is required, yes, man. Sir. And I and I see you doing big things. So I'm I'm super excited because I want to bring this discussion really quick into the business thing before we get off air. Um, I I know what you're doing. And basically, you're running a group home already with those yes, boys. Yes, yes. Um, I, I definitely want to start um, looking at an opportunity to plant something here in Phoenix that could be special. Um, so listeners, uh, if you're listening and you're wonder, wondering when this is going to pop off, call Coach T, because I don't know, but, <laughs> but I want to be in and we want to we wanna buy some hoop houses and we want to we wanna see these young men turn in, uh, these boys turn into young men 
under your toolage, brother. I'm, I'm super dope. So I, I just wanted to say that, yeah. that I had to come out here. This is going to be a special edition for us because now we get to look at this and say, uh, how many months did it take till we, mm -hmm. till we, you know, we talked about it two weeks ago. We mm -hmm. came on air. We're talking about it. And now we want to see this thing come to fruition. Absolutely. So I'm super excited about having the opportunity to be part of a Skyline Prep basketball and just providing uh, safe homes, nice homes, uh, and, and just be a outside booster for you guys is, if I could. Um, Appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, oh, yeah, super dope. Well, what we do on the T podcast, every time we have a podcast, it's a tradition of ours to go around because you always walk away like, oh, I should have asked Coach Mo and Coach Thomas this. <laughs> yeah. oh. So we give everybody one last crack at y'all. <laughs> so today we're going to start with Jessica. Yes. Do you have anything from educational backgrounds? We're going to go see the babies yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah she want to see the babies. Yeah. My question is, I know you talked a little bit about the bulls and not getting on and, and that. Do you... Do you ever hold that as like a regret of like, I should have kept trying? Or is that kind of like, a, I needed to dedicate my life to my son? Um, I, I wasn't in the best of shape. I was like 10, 15 pounds overweight, you know, even though I still could play. Uh, so I didn't give it my all. Uh, but it was good enough to go overseas and play for a little bit. I, I just think, uh, and that's what the whole thing of the Mo Energy thing is. Um, I wasn't prepared for life. And life mm -hmm. will spit you up, chew you up and spit you out. And if you don't have a plan uh, or two or three plans, always keep your dream. But if you don't have that plan, mm -hmm. um, you know, you can go down that, that road I went through with the drugs and alcohol. And I, I wouldn't wish that on my enemy where I've been. Yeah. And back, so I give I give him all the glory. So I'm just here as a vessel, and I'm just now starting to talk about it and testimony about it, and uh, because I can't take all of this, mm -hmm. I need to get this out. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Thank you. Edith, any questions for coaches? Mm -hmm. Do you guys have an aha like story moment of like kind of why you kept doing it, like with the boys? Where have you ever, were you ever like, oh, like this is why I do it, you know? Well, I'll, I'll pick it back off of him and I'll let him end it. Uh, when you, you know, they did a little documentary on me and I brought some of the guys back that were just students, but in gangs and all of that and reading their, um, and I can show you this on my laptop, reading, you know, you came and talked, uh, but just talk, you know, when they're saying I saved their lives and now they're out with kids. They see me around the South Phoenix area and they got two little ones. I got 35 kids here that like him, I coached or mentored and taught, you know, cause we go from pre-K pre mm -hmm. to 12th grade. So it's about 35 parents here that, you know, I've coached or taught or mentored. So that's rewarding in me to see them pick them up and yeah. just being productive citizens. Uh, you know, we all know it's what point oh 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 three percent make it to that level, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. And we just got to keep it real with them, keep it keep it a buck, and and just hope for the best because um, that depression, that alcoholism, that's real. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. real if you don't have no backup plan. To Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Did you want to add to your aha moment? She, I think she asked mm -hmm. if you if there's any one time where 
you just said, aha, this is why I go. Yeah, this yeah, is why I, I grind. It's one kid named Lloyd Burgess. Uh, I met Lloyd, he was in sixth grade, he was about six, seven, and he played wow. in the school band. <laughs> and he never played basketball. And I can remember, it was like, hey, uh, you know, <laughs> next year you're going to try out, you know? And he, the next year he comes, and he comes in with his grandmother. Mm. And his grandmother is stern. His grandmother raised I didn't notice at the time, but his mm. grandparents were raising him. And the grandmother comes in, and she's like, he's going to play for you, only you. Mm. And he's going to do exactly what you said. Here's my number. If he gives you any problems, call me. <laughs> that was it. And I had the kid, seventh, eighth grade. Eighth grade, I practiced him up with the high school team. Lloyd got a Division One scholarship to uh, North Carolina A&T. He's now playing in Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. This is his third year overseas. And he called me as he was signing his contract mm -hmm. and thanked me. Mm -hmm. And that was like, you know, if, to put it all in perspective. That's an aha moment. Yeah. <laughs> That's that, an that aha it. moment. That's Absolutely. dope, Coach. That's dope. Man, I mean, she's what two great questions, but I guess I, I'll have to follow tradition and, and ask one more. Mm -hmm. But those were two dope ones. Hey, for the both of you guys, um, and this is obviously um, just I think I know the answer, but why um, are you so passionate to, because you could have you, you, you went to any school with your resume, Coaching at Hillcrest, I understand what Hillcrest is. I understand who DeAndre Ayton is on Marcus Bagley and all the all the talent that Kyrie Walker comes through here. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, I, I, I get it, okay? You're here at Skyline Prep in downtown Phoenix or central Phoenix. Is it central Phoenix? South Southside. Oh, baby. Barrowin Southside over here. We Southside. And I know your hearts are beautiful, but... Why did you come to South Phoenix when you could have went anywhere in the country and taught and coached? Like I said, I, I think I know the answer, but why? You want to go first? Uh, for me, this is really, really simple. Um, when I left Hillcrest, I probably had six schools contact me. Um, Coach Mo was one of the six. It took maybe two conversations with Coach Mo, um, and I, I knew I was coming. I just wanted to make sure the particulars, but their relationships, you know, and Coach Mo was at Precision where we used to practice at with Hillcrest, where we developed a relationship. And you know how it is. You, you, you talk to some people and you're like, that's a relationship worth keeping. You know, that's a relationship worth building. That's a relationship that you want to nurture. And, you know, I looked at Coach Mo and, and immediately was like, I'm in. Um, the kids, you know, I, I've been blessed. I've been lucky to be able to coach kids that have gone on to play professionally. But that's not why I'm in it at all. I, I, I'm in it for the Evan Himes and the Josh A. Singletons, the guys that didn't have a scholarship, didn't know how they were. Mm -hmm. what they want to do after high school, you know, talented, but wasn't NBA, right? But right. those are the kids that I want to give the opportunities to. So being at Skyline, yeah, I may never, never get a pro, but 
if I can take kids that didn't have anything and give them an opportunity, uh, that's to me is more satisfying. Mm. Mm. Man, when I see your two boys this year on the court, I'm, <laughs> all I'm gonna say to them two youngsters is, "Listen to your dad. He's dope." Yeah, there you go. Your dad is dope. Hey, man. Uh, same question for you. Why South Phoenix? Well, um, been here since '98. It's home. It reminds me of Park Hill, where I'm from, in uh, Denver, Colorado, where Chauncey Billups is from. Um, and you know, South Phoenix gets this stigma. It's the the hood. And uh, we have great homes on the mountain. We do have some sketchy parts, but uh, why not? You know what I'm saying? Because I was one of those kids, you know, that knucklehead running around, just needed some guidance. And, uh, you know, my mom was going to kick me out when I was 18, just took a train with my boy to Cali. And, they needed an extra man. Two years later, I was junior college All-American. So why not? You know, yeah. these you got these little kids running around here. Just need some guidance. Yeah. So perfect location, like he, Coach Thomas always says, you know, coaches can get off the plane, come right down here in 10 minutes, fly back home if they want, and we will have a pro eventually. Yeah. Uh, my thing to these parents, if your kid can hoop, why would you want to go play for uh, a big-time program where you're one of just the horses in the stable? Wouldn't you want to come play at a school that's up and coming and you play against that, them top schools, you know, home and away? Um, you know, I know back when I hooped, <laughs> I wanted to go against yeah. the best. Absolutely. Not team up. And I guess you can blame that to the... Well, to the LeBrons <laughs> and the Miami Heat. Listen, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm listening to you. I'm Giannis. And, and you sending that pitch out to them parents and you yeah. speaking truth because I'll tell you, just from the investment side, uh, and, and obviously we, we'll talk offline on our investment side just for the houses to make sure these boys are taken care of, but I wouldn't partner with junk parents. Yeah. Like, listen, let me tell you, I am putting my money where my mouth is. I know, like I said, what what numbers are coming out of my phone. Mm -hmm. uh, and I've known you for forever, man. And I and I know that coach was just being humble. I know when yeah, he was saying that coach. he wasn't, well, he wasn't happy. He, he may not have no pros. <laughs> I already know. He's looking for the next pro. I, I already know. Like, listen, listen I, I feel you, man. But um, what they say, talks, yeah, talks soft I mean, and swing a big bat. Yeah, yeah, he always trying to calm me down. But, you know, we need a little, I mean, he's a coach. That's yeah, how he's supposed to be. Down. But my thing is, if you're a four star, three star, even five star, why are you gonna go team up? Yeah. All right, well, come come down here and start start some. Real quick before I let you off. Um, so I'm how challenging. Do people, how do people get a hold of Skyline Prep Basketball? Like parents listening right now, is there a phone number that you can reach Coach Thomas Instagram, or Coach Facebook, Mo? Coach Mo, just call, just text me. Uh, can I get my number? Yeah, yeah. They need oh, to be able Lord, to get no, no. Do you, do you want to give out your number? You're trying, you're, you're, trying to, you're trying to sound real sweet, like Smokey Robinson. You, you might be getting Very the wrong numbers. Just, hey, no, only six, basketball parents. Email. You can ladies, do email. I that too. I quote that too. Yeah. yeah. So you can do an email yeah, you if you feel safer. Mo Samilton at gmail.com. M O and then S A M I L T O N at gmail.com. Absolutely. Or, or 602-518-9009. Yeah, yeah. If you if you want to put your kid on the map, hit them up. As always, 
I pass the mic back to my lovely co-host, Jessica Munoz. Thank you for listening, everyone, and we'll catch you on the next one.